radioinfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since I talked to you guys, and it's been a lot happening in the NFL world, and uh, we'll get to our beloved Buccaneers here in a second. Uh, I'm here hanging out at Findy Cigar Bar. It's a new cigar bar that's uh, on McDill, 5223 South McDill Avenue, and that's Findy, F-I-N-D-Y, right across from Elmer's. If anybody knows where Elmer's is, if anybody ever remembers leaving Elmer's, good for you. But... Uh, as far as cigar bars, it's kind of a new place, cool hangout, and uh, I'm all about food, and I don't give a rat's ass where somebody cooks the food or how fancy a place is, and this is a nice place here. They have a food truck in the back of Findy, and the food here is absolutely fabulous, so I talked to the owners, and I wanted to do my podcast here to get you guys, uh, you know, hooked up with some wonderful food and a good place to hang out and uh, smoke a cigar, have some good food, watch some sports, and uh, that's what it's all about. So I'll have the owner, Findy, uh, coming on with us a little bit later to talk about this uh, place a little bit more. So a lot of things happening in our world. Uh, You know, we're here in Florida, and this is Gator country. It's not USF Bulls country. This is Gator country. Don't, Don't get it twisted. And Tim Tebow, since I've been on the radio, is easily the most polarizing athlete I've ever heard in my life. I mean, more so than any other athlete, more so than Michael Jordan, more so than LeBron James. Tim Tebow is by far the most polarizing athlete I've ever seen because, you know, he's had a lot of success in college. He had a little bit of success in the league, but the people that love Tim Tebow, and that's a lot of people in this area, they look and see what he did in college And that gave him so much joy that the little bit that he did in the NFL, they think that that's worthy of him starting on NFL teams. Now, there's 32 offensive coordinators that don't want him as a quarterback, yet there's still fans, you know, clamoring for him to to start on their team. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of reality in that. And the whole new, the new thing is that Urban Meyer is going to bring Tim Tebow in and compete for a tight end position. First and foremost, he doesn't deserve it. He hasn't played football in nine years. He's never played the position. He's a quarterback. As somebody who played in the league for nine years, I went to 11 training camps. You can't change positions, people. Not there. Not in the league. You can't do it. If you said Tim Tebow in college, okay, you're a tight end. Now go learn your craft. Play against some SEC competition and we'll get you better. Okay, there's a chance. He's a good enough athlete. Tim Tebow is not going to change positions nine years after he suited up for the last time in the NFL at quarterback. Does anybody really believe that's going to happen? I haven't heard one former football player say that's even feasible. Not even close. I've heard a lot of broadcasters that love Tim Tebow, and there's a lot of them. I heard them, and this is the thing that comes out of their mouth and the thing that the reason why I'm going to tell you it's not going to work. Nothing is worse than being in a locker room, an NFL locker room, and something being fugazi, okay? Fugazi means fake. That doesn't work in an NFL locker room. Everything has to be earned there. And when I'm hearing people in the press saying things like, 
well, uh, Urban Meyer won't be able to cut him, and he'll be great in the locker room, even if he doesn't play. And Are you kidding me? You think that you're going to be the 90th man on a roster and you're going to be a leader in a locker room? <laughs> if, you, if, that's, if that's what you think, you couldn't be further from the truth. How are you going to be a leader and you're not good? It doesn't work that way. I'm just telling you it doesn't work that way. Nobody's ever led in a you – know, you think a starter is going to look at Tim Tebow as a third-string tight end and Urban Meyer is going to think he's going to get some leadership from that guy when he's basically taking a roster spot from somebody else who deserves it? It just doesn't work that way, people. Tim Tebow, you know, he hasn't been in the NFL in umpteen years. You're talking about switching positions at 33 years old on a young football team that's rebuilding. Does any of that make sense to you? Tim Tebow ran a 4-7 nine years ago. You know, like, tight ends are running 4-4s now at 250. Tim Tebow is not going to succeed at tight end in the NFL. And people say, well, he'll just be a quarterback. Well, why, wouldn't, why wasn't he a quarterback for the last nine years? Oh, but he could just be a, well, it, it, it's not that easy, okay? And I'm telling you, before now, and I, I, this, this can be my prediction. I've been talking about this for a week now, being on the air on, on Beckles and Retcher. And my prediction is this. I think uh, Urban Meyer had all the intentions of signing Tim Tebow. He's not going to sign him. Because there's going to be people on the inside of that organization that are going to go, you got to be thinking long and hard about this. okay? Because think about when Greg Schiano came here to the Buccaneers. Think about what he did. You remember when, you know, it was the end of the game and it was a kneel play and Greg Schiano wanted all his defensive linemen to barrel under the linemen and cause havoc? And I said right away, that's college bullshit. And what happened? The players rebelled. They go, we're not doing that. What Urban Meyer is doing bringing Tim Tebow in is just, it's just college bullshit. And NFL players don't want to listen to a great college football player. Because if I had a nickel for every great college football player that didn't turn into a great NFL football player, I'd be a rich, rich man. It's not that easy. I didn't hear one former player say that he had 1% chance. We had Anthony Beckton the other day who played 11 years in the league, I believe. And I said, what percentage do you give Tim Tebow uh, becoming a tight end? He said, zero. And it was that quick, zero. He knows the craft. He's been there, done that. There's a lot to learn. And even for the ones who have been playing tight end their whole life, there's a lot to deal with and a lot to learn. And for somebody who doesn't know the craft whatsoever, it's impossible. No way. That's just not the way to do it. That's not the place to learn. With the best in the world, that's not the place to learn. So we're going to keep our eye on what happens right there in Jacksonville. I'm going to make the prediction right now that Tim Tebow won't be signed. I think, you know, Urban had every intention to get it done. I just think it's going to turn into a, a bad idea. Now, you know, thinking of bad ideas here and bad situations, the Aaron Rodgers situation, I don't know where it is exactly. And what's funny is the Buccaneers always seem to be the teams that have all the turmoil in the past. And the Buccaneers are about as turmoil, turmoil-less as they've ever been in their whole lives. Think about that. You know, during the you know John Gruden years, there was always, you know, issues in the locker room and there's Keyshawn Johnson's going home and there's this person has an issue and there's none of that anymore. Everything is smooth. 
I haven't heard an issue with the Buccaneers in a long, long time. So, you know, when you look at the Aaron Rodgers situation and you have a guy that's one of the highest paid football players in the world and they're talking about they don't want to be there because they feel disrespected. And it's not really Aaron Rodgers saying all this. It's just that's what we're hearing through Aaron Rodgers' people. And if you ask me who's at fault with this whole Aaron Rodgers bullcrap, I'm going to give it 50% for Aaron and 50% to the Packers. The Packers didn't deal with this the right way. They, they bet on Aaron Rodgers fizzling, and they went up craps, straight up, because you bet on your quarterback fizzling and not having much football left in him, and he won the MVP. So whoever's making that decision should be fired immediately, period. You went up to draft a, a quarterback without even any indication for your all-pro starting uh, a quarterback. You didn't let him know anything. It would have been nice if he'd have found out, you know, from the GM before it happened if there was a chance that maybe they go up to, to, to draft a quarterback or that they're going to draft a quarterback at all. I mean, he was blindsided. Now, there's two ways to think about this. You're like, you know, boo-hoo, you make a lot of money, shut up and play. Now, I got a little of that in me as well because – you know, Aaron signed this big old contract, and then two years later, you're going to bitch and moan about, you know, being disrespected. I can see there's some crybaby crap, uh, 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 you know, in that. But then there's also, you know, the organization that's the Green Bay Packers that just doesn't do the things the right way. It doesn't help that they don't have a single owner. They're owned by, you know, the, the community. They're owned by, you know, the Green Bay in itself. So there's nowhere for Aaron Rodgers to go and say, I don't like the situation here. So where is, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? He's told, he's called and told his teammates he doesn't want to come back and that he's not going to come back. So you've already done that. So if you come back and you're smiling, it's going to be hard to be a, you know, to be a leader when you're in that locker room. Everybody's looking at you funny. And you already told everybody you don't want to be there. So, you know, we're going to keep our eye on what's going on there as far as Aaron Rodgers goes. And I don't see it turning out well at all. Let me tell you guys about a new sponsor. That's Tebow Underwear. These underwears were developed and tested by 400,000 men. Not 10, not 20, 400,000. I mean, you can't go wrong with 400,000 people developing something. Tebow is a leader in community-led production of men's bodywear. And how often do you get something online you get it in the mail, you put it on, it doesn't fit right. That's not what Tebow underwear is all about. The designs are amazing, they make you look amazing, and they feel great. The fabric is second to none. Never felt anything like it. And by purchasing your first Tebow product, you gain entry to their community where you can actually you know, give the ultimate testimonials by helping to create new products and basically give your insight on improving the product going forward. Tebow underwear offers a superior cut and bamboo material that is softer and more durable than the average underwear. It just feels different, it lays different, and I guarantee you'll be happy with the feel. You get 20% off your next purchase at tbobodywear.com. That's T-B-O, letter T, B-O, bodywear.com. And by using the discount code TRENCHES, that's once again, T-B-O, bodywear.com you get 20% off if you use a discount code trenches I guarantee you won't be disappointed these are the best fitting underwear I've ever had in my life 
Jordan Love's not ready to play, okay? that's That came out of the mouth of his coach. He's not ready to play. And it doesn't make sense that they, 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 they went up to draft somebody that's not ready to play when they have a quarterback that ain't ready to be done yet. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And then people here in the organization there in Green Bay got to be saying to themselves, what are we doing? And Aaron Rodgers, you know, and I, I really do believe the situation here with Tom Brady, um, basically calling his own shots. Aaron Rodgers is over there in Green Bay, which, first of all, let's, let's get it started. Green Bay compared to Tampa Bay, living-wise, you ever been to Green Bay? I have. You know, I never heard anybody say they want to go to Green Bay for vacation. Or I'm just going to go hang out in Green Bay. That's what Tampa Bay is. So you got Aaron Rodgers over there. Watch Tom Brady come to his house, beat his ass in the NFC Championship, then have a boat parade. And during, you know, while this is happening, Han selected half his buddies to come play here. And Aaron Rodgers can't even get a wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers has thrown two passes to number one uh, uh, first round wide receivers in his whole career. So that should tell you a little something. That's why he's pissed. He's pissed at the situation. So. I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has every right to be pissed. He really does. He has every right to be pissed. And the Green Bay Packers have put themselves in a tough situation where there's only a couple teams that even are interested in, um, in Aaron Rodgers right now. It's got to be the right situation. People are talking about the Raiders, who they always talk about because Chucky's there and he's never happy. And they're talking about the Denver Broncos, who have a pretty good situation around uh, you know, their quarterback who, and a quarterback would, would definitely solidify what they have going on. So Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, I just think he's backed them into quarters so bad that I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it can happen anymore. I just think he got to a point where this ain't going to happen. Now, you talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and where they are and the reason why everybody and their mom is picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to you know, do this whole thing again. You know, our Lightning are going through it. They won the Stanley Cup last year, and they probably would have been the favorite going into the season. But you know what happens in the season? Injuries. Stamkos goes down. Kucherov goes down. We have injuries here and there, and things change. Things happen like that in football as well, obviously. But to bring back 22 starters, all of our backups, we didn't lose any coaches. We didn't lose anything. And when you hear that Tom Brady says, you know, he really, it wasn't just Tom Brady saying this, Bruce Arians said this as well. Tom didn't really get a grasp of the offense till maybe mid, mid-season, maybe a little bit after that. You remember Bruce Arians getting after Tom Brady? Getting after him, like Tom's reason why we're losing? He was being real. Because Tom wasn't picking up the offense. Tom wasn't going through his reads the proper way. And as soon as he figured that out, that was a juggernaut. And I've always said that you know the Buccaneers never really put Jameis Winston in the right situation to win. And when the Buccaneers finally put Brady in the right situation, which is not throwing the ball 45 times a game, running the football, getting some play action, and you know, not asking too much from the quarterback. Now he can get it done, but Tom Brady was first was starting to figure things out towards the end of the season, and it was quite obvious by the way he was out there and uh, the results obviously and ultimately winning the Super Bowl so what happens this year is we got a defense that all know how to play we got a quarterback that once again knows this offense and doesn't have to start to learn it at the beginning of the season 
So there's no reason why this team can't be better going from, I mean, from week one. Now, let's everybody temper their you know, enthusiasm by talking about 17-0. That ain't going to happen. But if you look at this Buccaneer uh, you know, schedule especially, that's not a hard schedule, man. If you think about the Saints who are going to be rebuilding somewhat with a new quarterback, Carolina is going to be rebuilding somewhat. The Falcons are always a wild card. And then they play the NFC East about as easy as it comes. There's not a lot of really hard games on that schedule, but things change. Obviously, different teams, uh, you know, they get better as they go. And you never know. There's always surprise teams. There's always surprise teams out there. So I, I have the utmost confidence in Bruce Arians and Jason Light and Tom Brady and our coordinators that they're going to at least good look as good as they did last year. So once again, I'm here hanging out at Findy Cigar Bar. It's at 5223 South McDill Avenue. And uh, they just brought a bunch of food in front of us. And it's a cigar bar. They have liquor. I have a nice uh, Glenlivet in front of me. But for me, what brings me here is the food, and you guys definitely have to go check out the food. We're going to bring in my guy, Findy, who's the owner and also uh, is responsible for this menu and uh, this, uh, this wonderful place to come uh, mess around and have a cigar. All right, still here hanging out at Findy Cigar Bar, uh, 5223 uh, McDill, right across from Elmer's. I spent a lot of time at Elmer's, and this used to be another cigar bar back in the day. We have the owner here. Uh, who looks like a model. You from modeling, brother, with that hair of yours? Yes, I did. Yeah? Where are you from? Dominican Republic. The, the DR. I love, I love the DR. So how long have you lived in the Tampa Bay area? About 15 years now. Okay. Okay, I love it. Now, this here, Findy, is the name of your, your spot. That's, that's your name, correct? Yes. One name like Madonna or something like that. Findy <laughs> is the... the uh, company name. The company name. But everyone called me Findy since I from the United States. I love it. I love it. Now, this is your baby here, the cigar bar. It's been here before, but this has a really nice feel to it. I got here. Pino brought me here, and he was bragging about the food, and that's why I'm going to try to get everybody else hip to this place. Good place to hang out. Good place to have some scotch, some bourbon. Uh, you can have a nice cigar. But talk to me about the food. The food, like, I'm, I'm a foodie. I love to cook. I love to go to different places and eat. Talk to me about the food. The food is fantastic. The food is... Um the one in charge of the, for the food is my brother, Willie, mm-hmm. Jeff Willie. He's been on the industry for over 20 years. Okay. And uh, we tried to do something different. Just get a, like a little Caribbean touch. Yeah, man. But at the same time, American. Yep. I know that we are the only cigar bars that have food. But at the same time, everything is fresh. Yep. Like we don't cook to serve food next day. Everything is just made at the moment there. Plus, um, since we started the, the food, we always talk about, you know, to do something different. Yeah, absolutely. Something unique. Something that if you want to eat that particular plate, you have to come here. No doubt. And we try to mix it, like, not only, like, finger food or fast food, but we have, we have like, a, a, lot, a lot of different things. Like, uh, we have uh, the wings. Mm-hmm. We have tacos. We have um, Cuban sandwiches. We got burgers. We got Dominican burgers called Chimmy. Okay. Um, also, we had a hacked up, like Dominican style hacked up. It's totally different. Okay. Plus, we have like some pasta too. I haven't like, had the pastas yet. I've had the tacos, which were fantastic. I had all of them. I have a whole plate, whole table full of tacos here. 
that your skirt steak is second to none. I, I love to make skirt steak myself with the chicharrones. And tell me about the sauces. You, you do all your homemade sauces, It's right? all, all homemade. That's really make all the sauces, the hot sauce, everything is made here. Beautiful. Now, you guys are open seven days a week? Seven days a week, from 12 to 12 every day. 12, 12 every day. You here every day? Yeah, I'm here every day. Grinding. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's about, Making brother. sure that everything runs the right way. I know it, man. Listen, as an entrepreneur myself, we have to be there. Or, or doesn't get done right. That yeah, is, it's not. That, yep. that is for sure. How long have you? How long will you own this place? I thought it was like about seven, eight months. Okay, so it's but pretty I went, new. I went back. It's it's a year now. Okay, perfect. by the end of May, so I've been here a year. Wonderful. Just working here since day one. I opened since day one, mm -hmm. and just working, updating everything. Just make sure that you know that I get everything done the way it was supposed to be done to get to keep the vibe. Yeah, all the cigar lounges doesn't have that. Perfect. You have a great outdoor area where people could come sit down. There's a back area here with the food truck. And like I said, the food is fantastic. 5223 uh, McDill, once again, across from Elmer's. And uh, I just suggest people who just like to hang out with some cool people. Uh, this is a great place. How would you describe your clientele? What kind of people hang out here? Business people mostly? Yes. Yeah, people just hanging out and after a long day of work. Just want to get a cigar or cognac. Yes, so like we that. also uh, we also I have my own cigars too. It's all hand rolls in Tampa. Really, and um, besides that, like we are the only cigar bar that has hookahs too. Okay, perfect. So besides everybody, the food, everybody's looking for a cigar bar with great food, hookahs, a whole range of cigars. This is the place to be. This is my cigar place, and there's the cigar places all over the Tampa Bay area, but none of them are serving food like this. So do yourself a favor and come hang out, Finley. I appreciate you having me, brother. Thank you. No, thank stuff. you guys for being here. Yeah, man. I've been here quite often lately. You're going to get sick yes. of me. You're going to get I, sick of me. I know that the first time you tried the tacos, you say you like the tacos. I love the it? tacos. Why don't you try all the things like the pasta, you know, the Cuban uh, sandwiches? Well, bro, the pasta, you know, I've got to keep my girlish figure. The pasta doesn't sit with me right now. Once you know a month, it won't hurt you. Yeah, yeah. That's what, <laughs> they all, that's what they all say. But once a week won't hurt me, that is for sure. But, Fendi, thank you for having me, brother. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah, man. And everybody out there looking for a cool place uh, for a cigar bar, some good food. And I'm about to to indulge myself uh please please take advantage and uh do yourself a favor and uh, listen to some of my other podcasts as well i have a cannabis podcast and uh also a, a government podcast as well and now uh, listen our buccaneer season is right around the corner it's coming real quick there's always crazy stuff happening football wise so you always want to tune in but i appreciate you tuning in every single week this has been in the trenches and uh, we may start popping up in some different places and uh, talking about some different establishments so that's what it's all about have a wonderful week and please be safe peace out you have been in the trenches with ian beckles on radio influence <laughs>